Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Welcome to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group right here out of the big city of Eastland, Texas. Well, maybe not such a big city, but we try to do big things. We want to bring the guns packing with all the information we can on how to live life on purpose each and every week. And if you are missing our new show every Friday that's coming out, it's like a quick 10-minute show. Our CFA, Aaron Kennedy and CFP Matt Irvin are doing together uh, to try to bring valuable information during this turbulent economy. You are missing out entirely. Um, make sure that you're going to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com, and you can sign up for that newsletter. Look at all the areas that we do podcasts, and um, of course, I'm not a big tech person, but we have tech people to help you if you want to be able to download something so that you'll get notified every time something new pops up. And I know right now, lots of people have lots of questions about their investments, and guess what? That's what we're going to be talking about on the show today is investment advice for the times. So I don't know if you've noticed, but things are a little bit choppy in the markets, right? Um, One of my favorite sayings out of uh, what we call our R&D department, Robin Duplicate, was uh, I asked a lady how she was doing one time and she said, well, I feel a little bit like a cat that's clinging on to a screen door and someone just slammed it. And I think that might be all of us right now with this economy the way it is. It's like rising prices, but the compression hasn't changed. Um, The pace hasn't changed. Things are just going crazy. And you know what's really nuts is I've been talking to people and they still can't find workers. They're still looking for employees. So this economy is tightly knitted, but it is very volatile. And, you know, there's some kind of little shadowy forecast here. And gosh, you know, if you look back, this happens every single election year. We're midterm elections this year. And there's, there's, yeah, I don't know if you noticed that either. There's quite a bit of media going on. And, um, I, you know, people are, are, their temperaments are great. Everybody is just lovey-dovey, peaceful. We're all hippies again and getting along, right? Hardly. Things are rough. And, you know, the forecast for the economy is a little bit shadowy. And then if you turn on the news, well, it's just doom and gloom. So here you are as a hardworking American and and all you want to do is live life on purpose. That American dream, you work hard, someday you retire, stay successfully retired. That's kind of a big deal. And, you know, let the cares of the world just roll off your back. You worry about it or, or you're concerned about it. You pray about it. But, you know, there's not a lot that you can do individually. All you can do is what's in your home and in your community. But, you know, other than that, just just let them roll off your back so you can live life on purpose with your family. And I think a lot of people are asking a question of if that really can be done in this crazy world that we're living in. When you throw out the word trillion, that number itself is unfathomable to us. I mean, I mean, yeah, we get it because we hear it so often, but do you really get it? Have you actually Googled how much is a trillion dollars and look at the amount of zeros that's behind there? 
I mean, we live in a world that things are so catastrophic. I mean, everything, it's like a tidal wave. I remember when my dad used to um, teach seminars back at the colleges uh, years and years ago, and he would use the analogy that, you know, the stock market used to be something of like a glass of water. And if you filled that glass of water, you know, halfway up and someone said, now I want you to run across the room without spilling that water, that'd be a good challenge, right? And you might be able to do it if you, you know, run smoothly, don't trip and fall. And then, of course, that water's just going to be in there kind of kind of moving back and forth, but, but nothing too crazy. Well, today, it's like you have a 50-gallon drum, okay, or even bigger. Maybe it's a, one of the tanks on the back of one of those 18-wheelers, and it's filled up with water, much less you can't even carry it. But even if you were able to carry it and you were told to run with that, have you ever tried to run with like a five-gallon bucket of water? Have you ever tried to walk without a five-gallon bucket of water so it doesn't start swaying and splashing out the top? It's impossible for that water to stay in its container. And that is the chaos that we're feeling. That is what is happening is we've got this hugely swish swash of water going across our world because there's so much going on. And then you want to add pain to misery is you just emotionally charge that, right? You got the media that's just saying, whoo, are we going to sell more? And they're just like pumping this for all that it's worth. And I think it's so important that as we look at this time for what it is, that we really get our emotions in check and we say, are we letting that emotionally charged, supersized world overrule our logical decisions? And before you answer that, because I know every one of us want to say, well, I don't think so. I don't think I would be. Why would I? I'm not doing that. I don't think I'm doing that. Well, I want to give you some education here. Okay, so there's a study in our industry it's called behavioral finance, and it really is a pretty new study. See, before the study, everybody believed that financial markets should work a certain way because everything should be based off of facts and figures, and things should just always work the way that they should work. But the problem with that was is things never worked out the way they work. so why didn't they work out the way they work? Well, the problem was is that you had to put a human element into that, human element. So what do I mean by human element? Well, we are primitive beings. Everybody knows this, right? We are fight or flight beings. I mean, you literally watch a horse. I'm a big horse person and, and you watch them see a predator and you watch what they do and they flip out. Their little head goes nuts and they can't even like, I mean, we literally study how, how to get a horse's, you know, head back and what you need to do to keep their emotions in check. Well, we're no different. We really aren't. And if you really think about it, it comes from a long, long, long line of this thing called life. <laughs> it's made up your decision making. It's a culmination of your beliefs that you've held, some of which since before you were born, you were born into them, some of which you've evolved over time. And those emotions, I mean, have you ever, have you ever made the statement, well, I think we're going to do this because I just feel that blank, 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 right? I feel that. I feel that. Now, does that sound logical? Feel? No, it doesn't. Now, it might be. And I'm, I'm a spiritual woman, right? I, I love my Lord and Savior. And I will certainly say that there's a lot of times that I go to God for guidance and I wait for that nudge. And there's no doubt about that. But if we're always doing things by feeling and we're not looking at the logic behind it, that decision making muddies the water. 
And that is this field called behavioral finance. And because people's behaviors and they freak out, they have this little thing called fear, they have this little thing called greed, they have this little thing called, oh, well, that's been in my family forever. I'm really sentimentally attached to that. Or, oh, I'm going to stay away from that because my dad always told me to stay away from that. Or, you know, whatever those things are, we're built up of those things. And you can actually look this up, like literally go to Google and type in behavioral finance, and you are going to (laughs) get a a fascinating load of information. There's all these different effects, spelled E-F-F-E-C-T-S. I never know when to use which, but effects that people have and that are these biases that they have when it comes to their money. And this is why our financial systems boom and crash, believe it or not, right? Because human emotion does that. Now, you may argue with me, but even back in 08 and 09, wasn't that done because of greed? Hmm. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ouch. That one hurt, right? Or if you pulled your money out, that was done because of fear. Everything has an emotional attachment to it. Otherwise, the world would work perfectly and economics would just be this perfect little cycle that we could predict. Well, that's impossible to do so. So, If you do yourself a favor, you look up behavioral finance, you figure that out, then you realize we are all primitive beings. And now that you know that, now that we've got that out of the way, what do you do next? What is this investment advice for these times, this choppy time of life that just seems like it's getting crazier and crazier, bigger and bigger, and it's never going to go away? Well, That's why we're here. Life Planning 101. When we come back, you are not going to want to miss this show. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. And we are talking about investment advice for the times. These interesting times we live in, right? And uh, I love history. I absolutely love history. I'm one of those really weird people that my husband cannot stand to watch some type of historical, even drama, even if it's not like a real deal, because I'll sit there on my phone at the same time and I'll, did that really happen? I Google it. I'm like, look at this. Look what happened. This is cool. And I just keep going down these rabbit holes and rabbit holes and rabbit holes. I mean, I know more about Russia. (laughs) It's just crazy. But anyway, that's another story. But, you know, history can teach us a lot, a whole lot. Um, It's said that it actually repeats itself, right? In a lot of of ways, I think it does verbatim. And sometimes it does in like kind. And I think the truth behind that statement is that history can enlighten you. And it can help bring you clarity. And it can help you gain wisdom. You know, we talked about not using the emotional side of your brain to make your decisions. You need logic behind that. So what is that logic? What is that that you need to be thinking? And those self-checks, and I'll tell you as advisors, and I know my brother, you know, he's a a CFA. uh, He manages portfolios, and he studies financials all the time, and he's one of the most disciplined individuals I know in the world when it comes to investing. And I asked him one time, you know, how do you do that? And he says, I have a checklist. When I start to feel a certain way, feel, 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 the word feel, then I do this, 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 and this to put myself back in check and make sure that I'm staying analytical. Hmm. Which, by the way, just gave me an idea for another show to go through, right? But truth be told is that there is some really successful people out there that we could learn from 
And we don't have to start from scratch. We don't have to learn all this the hard way, right? We can take other people's experiences and other people's wisdom and build on that. So what I want to do today for Life Planning 101 is I want to go through the 10 best quotes from successful people, most of which are successful investors. And their success was derived, no matter who they were, because of their ability to pick apart their emotion from logic. And I say that these things are investment advice for the times, right? But they're really investment advice that stands a test of time. So let's start out. Number 10. I love this. This is a little bit earlier for the stock market, but investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Benjamin Franklin. Don't you remember that from your school days, right? But we discount the simplicity of this statement, and it's so true. You know, I mean, why do I do this every week? Why do I get on Life Planning 101 every week trying to bring relevant information that we aren't just pulling something off of a a website to send you or it's canned because we are committed to education. We are committed to helping the families we work with know more because knowledge is power. The more you know, the less emotion can take control. And that is just the bottom line of it. Number nine, investing should be more like watching paint dry. How many times you heard us say that? And more like watching paint dry or watching grass grow. If you want excitement, just take your $800 to Las Vegas. That was Paul Samuelson. Reddit and Robin Hood. Need I say more? If you're worried about what's happening in the markets today, this week, this month, or even this year, you probably need help assessing your investment plan because you shouldn't be thinking about that. You should be thinking about, is my paint put on properly And what duration of years did I get my paint to last? And then uh, we can just watch it dry out. Oh, look at that beautiful color once it's dry, right? That's what we're going for at the end of the day. And hence number eight on our list. The average long-term experience in investing is never surprising. Get that. The average long-term experience in investing is never surprising. But the short-term experience is always surprising surprising. We know to focus not on a rate of return, but on informed management of risk. Hmm. So what are your current goals, your future goals? What are your current needs, your future needs? We've always talked about this. Are you here to serve your money or is your money here to serve you? If your investments are not supporting your goals, your needs, what you need now and future-wise, Even if you're taking withdrawals from your investments today, even if you're retired today and you just want to stay successfully retired through this mad house thing we're going through as a world, you need a long-term plan in place. Because if you don't, you're going to have those short-term surprises and that's when your emotions kind kind of get you in the face, right? Number seven, the most important quality for an investor is temperament, not intellect. You need temperament that neither derives great pleasure from being with the crowd or against the crowd. So we're always looking for this, and it is actually financial behavioral effect, confirmation bias. We want people to like, oh yeah, they like what we're doing, right? We look for that. We look for the news details. Well, Kramer, Kramer said this and I'm doing that, so it must be right. <laughs> it's not, not, not the case, right? Not the case. Warren Buffett is telling us that. 
Your biggest risk to your investments are yourself. There is no discipline in being too greedy, too fearful, looking for confirmation bias, or any of the above, or combined thing of above, right? So your temperament has to be tempered. And the best way to often do that is to have a professional that's not attached to your money helping you manage it, truthfully. So when we come back on Life Planning 101, we've still got six more pieces of investment advice for the times that you are not going to want to miss. Welcome back to Life Planning 101. My name is Angela Robinson with Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. And we are talking about investment advice for the times. Man, if you've missed the first two segments of this show, you have to go to our website, www.kennedy-financial.com. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast and listen to this and much, much more. Our CFA talking every single week about what's going on in the markets. And Life Planning 101 is, is here to help you live life on purpose. So we cover what we call the eight life planning issues, and we do a vast array of topics on the show. We try to make this purely, purely what's going on in the world today and trying to help people uh, do the best they can to be able to manage it. And today is no different. And we are picking apart some investment advice that has been given by some of the most successful people over time. And we're back on our list at number six. How many millionaires do you know? who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts. I rest my case. That was Robert G. Allen. You know, I think in a world of rising interest rates, this is going to become a question more and more. It certainly was a question before 08 and 09 quite a bit. That you know, safe money cannot keep up with inflation. It doesn't matter if rates are rising or what. You know, it, it may be a good way to feel safe, but it's also a good way to go broke safely. Number five, the individual investor should act consistently as an investor and not a speculator then Graham. So we often forget this little thing called the stock market is actually made up of companies that we as consumers buy from every single day. Nonetheless, investment vehicles are full of complexity. If you get on Reddit and you read what these people and how they're investing, no wonder they're losing their pants and what they're doing. So here's the reality is that if you don't understand what you're investing in, you aren't an investor. You are a speculator. So you need to understand. And even if you have a professional doing it for you, you need to understand what they're doing. It's extremely important so you understand the real risk that's behind it. And is it worth it? Number four. It's far better to buy a wonderful company at a fair price than to buy a fair company at a wonderful price. Warren Buffett, back on our list for a second time. Data and discipline work. This is truth. Our chief investment officer, Aaron Kennedy, is always saying, a monkey can throw darts at a bull market and most likely make money. (laughs) The problem is that bull markets are usually followed by what's called a bear market. That would be what we're going through right now. And you better know what you own. And you better know if it's a good investment. Number three, in investing, what is comfortable is rarely profitable. Robert Arnett. So another saying that Aaron always has is you deserve the return you get. So in other words, you can't really make money without taking risk. Taking risk now doesn't guarantee that you're going to make money. But there could be even a greater risk if you're taking no risk. It's uncomfortable watching your money go up and down. There's no doubt about it. But that's why you have a plan in place. It's important you work to get one if you don't. 
So number two on our list, we're getting close here. The four most dangerous words in investing are, this time it's different. Sir John Timberland. I have been told this a couple times. Eh, happened to be in a recession both times. And it's true. Every recession is different. But they are all recessions. Every depression is different. But they are all depressions. There's this little thing called the economic cycle. And it is a cycle. So the best thing that you can do as an investor is to be logically prepared and keep your emotions out of it when it happens. And number one on the list, speaking of emotions, is we simply attempt to be fearful when others are greedy and to be greedy only when others are fearful. Warren Buffett, now goodness, there is a reason that he's the only one that not only made our list twice, but made it three times. He's a contrarian to this thing called investment behavior. And he's disciplined. So what does that say? Be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. He knows how much behavioral finance affects those markets and what to do with it. So here it is for you. 10 pieces of financial wisdom that aren't just good for today. They really do stand the test of time. And the ironic thing is, is that most of us want one thing from our investment portfolio. We want it to stand the test of time. So my question to you is, will yours? My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services, Smart Money Group right here out of Eastland, Texas. If you have any questions about your investment portfolio or your life plan, make sure you reach out to us. We are here. We hope you truly get something from our show each and every week. And we just pray that God blesses you abundantly and his favor is poured out over you. Have a great week and join us next time on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.